I am Bionic Boogie. Come on, Bionic Path Girl, let's hear it. I forgot. There's a Bionic Woman theme. I forgot. That was the Austin Powers theme song that you just did. Okay. That was not the Bionic Man or the Bionic Woman. Okay, what was the name of the Bionic Woman? Uh, Jane Austen. Jamie Summers. Jamie Summers. Why am I thinking Jane Austen? Where did I come <laughs> Jada Pinkett Austin <laughs> Summer Smith? Sure, why not? John Jangle. Jingle Hype is red. His name is my name, too. <laughs> the following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the human mind. Recording on Zencaster, where a back-to-school means Boogie starts looking for new young college girls to corrupt. I'm Path Girl. <laughs> I am Count Boogie, and goddamn, you make it sound so good. Sorry. It really <laughs> sounds... I'm like, yeah, this is the time for me to do that. Mm-hmm. All the girls are heading back to college. Mm-hmm. That's right. Enigma and I did a whole uh, segment on the fact that there's less and less available guys or something about guy, forget what it was mm-hmm. in uh, colleges. And so our odds are better. Well, look at that. I didn't even know you guys talked about that. So. Yeah. It was like golden <laughs> penis policy or something like guys are just golden real dicks penis? because there's more women in college than men. So there's a ah, shortage okay. of men. And so the guys are acting like fucking dicks. And so, uh, <laughs> So that means for a fat guy like me, I can come the fuck in the door and make it work. Oh, God, golden penis policy. That I have never heard before. Well, mine's more like a kind of lead penis. At least my nuts. My nuts are not golden. They're just lead because they just fucking hang really low and heavy. But if you're into teabagging, I could probably give you a concussion. Oh, but enough about me. Oh. Our big hurricane just stopped my chance for play on Sunday. It'll yes, actually be yes. this Sunday. Yes, I survived. I survived the inch and a half of fucking rain. <laughs> it's fucking pathetic, most overhyped bullshit thing you've ever experienced. Well, and then you guys also got a, an earthquake on top of that, too. So. No, no. There, it, it was like a 5.1 shaker that did no shaking and it was like 70 miles outside of Los Angeles. So All right. it, another non-event that once again, the media tried to make it like the fucking world was ending. But did you get some penis? Yes, uh, I did. Actually, Donis was over for the weekend. So we had some, some nice connective sex and then we had some nice grr, you know, kind of, he wanted me to kind of take control for the night. So I kind of jumped on top of him and, 
<laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, it's weird because he labeled himself on FetLife as a switch. And I'm like, when we first started dating, I'm like, what do you mean by that? He goes, well, I kind of like you taking control. I'm like, okay, like as in like service submissive wise or just he goes, no, just sexually. I'm like, oh, okay. So he basically like, kind of, you know, threw me down in his crotch and said, um, you're in charge tonight. I'm like, oh, okay. Gee, twist my arm. <laughs> so-, so now, okay, go with me on this. Yeah, so. Sure. When you're talking about sexually submissive, that just means you kind of just taking control and I'm going to get on top or, you know, yeah. you're kind of like a power bottom almost. Pretty much. Yeah. Like a power because that term came up a lot this weekend for some reason. And I yeah. actually had to do some research because power submissive or a power bottom usually means the bottom is in control and then the top is more of a service top if need be. So it's like, Uh this is how I want you to fuck me and so forth. So, or it just means that the bottom is going to be more active in bed instead of just like, Oh, I'm the submissive. Tell me what to do. It's kind of a little more interactive. So it can mean more than one thing, but in your case, yeah, in my case, it's kind of a combination of both where it's just basically like he basically will tell me certain things like I want you to get on top and ride me. And there's other times where it's just basically like when we started off, I did a nice little cock, you know, mini cock worship uh, session where basically I just kind of got between his legs and just kind of got down there for a good 10, 15 minutes. And just finally to the point where he's like he just kind of pulled me and just like, get on top. <laughs> OK, so now do you enjoy does that doesn't challenge you because. As far as like taking control, like if he's like, I want you to give me a spanking or finger my ass or do those types of things, like do those things turn you on or do you want it to always be him taking you? See, with him, it's, it's, and this is where I kind of like differ with him, where he basically says he's a switch because like he wants me to be in control. But to me, a switch is basically they want stuff done to them. And then, then it would be me being in more of a, uh, service top, but mm. I've had other partners where I have kind of service topped them a little bit, and it, it is, it's I don't really get off on it, but it does get me kind of excited. Where it's just basically like, oh, cool, I get to do the shit now, and it's just basically kind of seeing their reaction and kind of getting that toppy feeling of like, oh, this is what it's like to be on this on the other side of slash. But with, with Donis, it's more just basically being more sexually in control, where it's just basically, um giving me free reign. I mean, he may give me one or two directions, basically like, you know, I'll go to do something and go, Nope, I don't want you on your knees. I want you here. Okay, cool. Right. And then just, I'll, I'll kind of do everything that he wants, you know, on, on top of him. Um, or even there's times that I get on top of him and I'm someone who, when I get on top, I come very quickly and right. there's times he'll play that to his advantage where he'll kind of arch his hips a bit. And he, since he's pierced, He'll hit certain spots, G spots, and it's basically like fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, 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 fuck. Right, right. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely piercing. Yeah, it it, it may be uh, boys. You know, a friend in piercing. Your girls will love it. Trust me, I know. <laughs> a friend, Fremen? Do you mean like Doom? Frenin. No, Fren- oh, Frenin. 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 I thought yeah. I thought you were saying those are called the Fremen, like the blue-eyed fucking people of Dune. Those are the Fremen. (laughs) This guy's got a blue-eyed fucking dick? No. He's got the The one spice. Yeah. Ride the worm. Ride my worm that my Fremen fremen will penetrate you. The Uh, worm is the spice. 
no, I am not doing a Dune scene. Thank you very much. <laughs> the second one can't. No, the second one hasn't come out yet. Dune the movie. Uh, yeah, I think it's still in production. And then okay, strike, you know. So I like yeah. the first one. I mean, I'm a mm-hmm. Dune. I love the original Dune. Of course, well, not the original Dune. Whatever the one that was the '80s one. Yeah, with yeah. Sting in it and shit. Yes. And uh, I thought that was really a lot of fun. But I gotta say, I thought it was really well done the remake that they did Mm -hmm. and the fucking han zimmer music he won an oscar for it i guess but yeah yeah fucking god that guy fucking knows how to score a movie i'll tell you that much (laughs) but this guy has a penis that's a fremen that's fucking great yes yes that is really Um, excited and and he and he lets you take a little bit of control in the bedroom which is kind of fun once in a while because it's and it's also you know it's not all the time and and, and there's even times like you know toward the end he kind of like grabbed me by the hair and pulled me back he's like okay that's enough i'm like okay so it's <laughs> so yeah i guess it would be more service topping kind of service submissive yeah in, in a sense because yeah. he's if because usually if you're talking about switching i mean everything has a thousand definitions Right. But in general, switching does mean that you are taking on the dynamic of the top or dominant right. and you are controlling the scene. Whereas a service top would be someone who is normally, well, a service, a power, whatever. There's so many fucking terms. Yeah. In yeah. general, a switch would mean that you are taking control of the entire scene. But what you're describing is somebody who is normally the top is still giving you instructions on how to pleasure him. Right, right. Which can go as far as there are masters that like to be flogged. There are masters that mm-hmm. like their ass caned. And they right. instruct the bottom how to do that and uh, exactly how they want. So there's still a level of power exchange that the right. dominant is man- maintaining. And then the the submissive is administering that. Yes. It's very cool. Very, very so, cool. I'm glad you had some fun. Well, and I heard you were also having some fun when I called to check on you over the weekend when you had the storm coming in and the earthquake. And um... Oh, that. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, you did write it down. God life. damn it, you bitch. No, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> so you fucking interrupted me while I was jerking off is basically <laughs> what we're saying. I'm like going to see if you were okay, Jesus. Yeah, in the storm, you couldn't have looked at the news and seen (laughs) there's no fucking hurricane. It's just an average shitty rainy day, Mm -hmm. you know. So I'm like in storage, and I'm like, you know, it's a nice, you know, it's a nice break from the heat. It's a little cooler day. The rain's, you know, very moderate, you know, but it's all day. So I was having a nice day, but I was a little bored. And I know I'm supposed to for my prostate uh, cancer reduction thing. I'm supposed to be masturbating a little more often. And I'm Mm. like, I didn't even feel like masturbating. And I'm like, you should masturbate. It's been a few days. And I'm like, whatever. And so I have like all these fucking like 1920s black and white vintage porn. And let me tell Mm. you, those people, I don't know how humans fucking became eight billion like these people did not know how to fuck and they surely didn't know how to shoot porn like the shit that they were doing 
like you're like just suck his fucking dick you know <laughs> fuck her like everything and then they did all these weird like like there was all this weird drama like they were doing some sort of fucking charlie chaplin shit in the middle of the point it was really weird but it also kind of turned me on because it's like these people are probably all dead and and it's all black and white and it was a weird time so so whatever so yeah i'm jerking off and i'm you know whatever and i'm gonna come and all of a sudden hello path girl ringing through on my phone and so i'm jerking and i'm like god damn it and then i look down and then i start thinking should I include Path Girl in this? I really should. No, like, just, no, 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 should no, no, I start no, no, thinking no, no, about her fucking big ass and just oh. no, go? And I'm like, ah, god damn it! So I just reach with my not fucking using hand, and I fucking silence the phone, and then I gotta go back and fucking finish. And it was horrible. It was oh. horrible. Like it was like this. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, that was sadness. It was just. Yes. Fucking sadness in a paper towel. Oh. And then I had to call you and tell you about it. And that's uh that's the relationship we have. In your mind you can think what the fuck you please. Here's our listeners, filthy fantasies. As I said prior, Path Girl, this is gonna be fun for other people. This is a fun oh, for other yeah. people segment. This is <laughs> We called. We put the call out to our amazing perverted podcast listeners. You, you didn't even give me a heads up. It's not we, you. <laughs> yeah, and you know how fucking funny that both you and Enigma found out. I wasn't going to tell you. I was just going to fucking throw it on you to show you what kind of sick fucks we have for listeners. But both of you are like, what? What are we being used for this time? So I put a post on our Perverted Podcast Fet Life page, and I basically said, no limits. What would you do if you had the choice? What would you do to the Perverted Podcast hosts sexually if you could? You're not going to go to jail. You're not going to be judged. You're not going to fuck up your reputation. No limits. Go. Oh, God. <laughs> and would you believe, Path Girl, we did get a significant amount of responses. I was, yeah. And, and even Enigma, he starts it off with just, oh, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> there was I think some... that was Enigma saying, uh, yeah, I just found out, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't know either. He's like, oh, thanks. Thanks for the heads up. And I'm like, well, you're, you guys are more. Look, we already know. We already know. Before I read any of these, who's going to get the most fucked up in this? Who's going to be the most objectified and humiliated? Probably me. Yep. Pro- probably me. And That's uh, what they, you get. they didn't disappoint. There was some fucking unger. Fucking Captain fucking Mind. Rules, I'm not. Man. I'm not. I'm, I'll read his later. But some people, even you, did. Like, let's go to the deep cutting. Fucking, how do we wound boogie shit mentally? That's so what let's. You get. So let's get into some of these. Some of these are very nice. Some of these are uh, <laughs> trigger warning. So, wandering gal. <laughs> <laughs> 
And of course, everyone gave permission for me to use their name. Yes. So Wondering Gal said, for the Enigma, I'd want to be in a haunted house with him and see some of his tricks. Because, you know, Enigma does the haunted yeah. houses. He scares okay. people. Mm-hmm. And end with a ride on the toolbox fucking machine. Nice. Nice. So after Enigma yeah. scares the shit out of her, he's going to throw her down and fuck her with, the tool- with that rickety-ass toolbox fucking machine. Hey, it works. <laughs> then, it gets really nice. Then, have lunch with Path Girl. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is such a great, like, the afterglow is like, Enigma can scare her and fuck her. And then, uh, and then, and then Path Girl and I will have a nice lunch. We'll, we'll debrief, yeah. <laughs> It'll be good. And then, she said, have a tasting with Count Boogie. It's been far too long since I've had some good impact play. Oh, and last but not least, she wants then Enigma after he cleans off the toolbox, um, he's going to do a, uh, sh- a photo shoot with her because nice. Enigma does a lot of photography. He does some really yes. good photography. Yeah, so, so she got herself a photo shoot in there too. So Enigma's <laughs> putting in the most work on this one, but at least I get to do some some impact play, which I'm kind of yeah. happy about. That'd be very nice. So Paddle Bob. Which I knew the second Paddle Bob made comments about this. That now, wait. You were I was be sitting this- with Donna's when I, this, pop, this post popped up on my phone. And as soon as I saw what it was, I told Donna's, I said, oh, God, we're going to hear from Paddle Bob immediately. We're going to hear Paddle Bob does have a little bit of a thing with you. But you know what? Got to let Paddle Bob. He was pretty classy. Yes, he was cl- a lot of people did not take the note. The next one takes the no limits to the limit. Oh, yeah. But uh, Paddle Bob was really kind of cool. I'd actually said very sexy. He said, mm-hmm. for me, I'm thinking Path Girl in suspended cuffs. So you're like hanging oh, in the yes. middle of the room. It's totally mm-hmm. hot. My favorite. Boogie behind with the paddles and floggers. Thank you, Paddle Bob, for including me in this. <laughs> um, once again, impact play. I love it. And then Paddle Bob is going to be with the vampire gloves over your breasts and skin. Oh, yes, please. Which, (laughs) that's kind of hot. Oh, Uh, fuck yes. (laughs) And and then it was kind of cool. He's all, Enigma is freebasing between everyone working his magic. So so Enigma just gets to float and just Mm -hmm. jump in wherever. He's like, oh, there's a tit. I'm going to get that. Thanks. (laughs) Mm, maybe some bro finger in here. Going to get in there. Do mm-hmm. some bro finger. Get that. Good. And then they said, should work well for, for a used path girl. Poor used path girl. I don't know. People Aww. had typos in these things. But yes. uh, sounds pretty good, Paddle Bob. I, I with read you. that one. And I was like, uh, yeah, I, okay. I consent. Yes, please. <laughs> You're all, Let's go. <laughs> so far, Paddle Bob's got you on anal hooks and the vampire mm-hmm. gloves. I'm thinking. <gasps> Doing vampire gloves while I'm on an anal hook. Oh, yes. Fuck, sign me up. Please. <laughs> Put me across the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. You know Paddle Bob's like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, Donis, can I get a hall pass? <laughs> can I get a hall pass? 
Well, I mean, if there's no penetrato or whatever. True, you true. Know, yeah, it would just be a scene. Yeah. Yeah, because Paddle Bob's got a girl. I don't know if, if, he's, yeah. if they oh. fuck with other people, but I think they play. Right. No, but I'd still yeah. ask permission, obviously. I mean, well, obviously, that's pretty nice. But yeah. it's nice. It's a good thank you, Paddle oh, Bob. Uh, so I'm just giving him a warning. I'm going to just tell this one because this is. This one's a thing. Project Didi. Oh, yeah. Good old Project Didi. He's like, I don't know why. Because you're a sick fuck. That's why. I (laughs) fucking love you for it. I don't know why, but this was my first thought that popped in my head. Human centipede. If you don't know what human centipede is, there was a horror movie that came out called human centipede or centipede or whatever and it was a torture porn movie that uh a lot of uh they've made like three of them now i guess the centipede just gets longer and basically what the human centipede is is you have a person in front and then every everyone's on their hands and knees and the horror is that your mouth is you're chained down to the floor in a doggy style position and your mouth, the person behind you's mouth is sewed on over your asshole. Yep. So you cannot go anywhere. You are trapped. Your mouth is completely suction surrounding their asshole. The person behind you is the same on you with their your their mouth is sewn onto your asshole and then it makes a human centipede right and the very very not accurate physics of this <laughs> is basically skip if you need to so the one person is fed horrible things and then they stay there for days and then the person in front digests and shits into the other person's mouth uh-huh. And then they have to ingest it and then oh. shit into the next person and the next person. And it's uh it's not a it's not a clean No. Not a clean horror movie. No, no. And no. uh but that's what Project Didi said. Human centipede. Path girl in front, boogie Thank in the God. middle, poor motherfucking enigma <laughs> in the back. It means uh, you're in front. I have to uh, eat your your digestion, and uh, then Enigma has to eat both of our digestions. Now, then, that's not just me in the front. <laughs> you're in the, but you have to uh, take all of Precious Didi's precious fluids. They enter the still best available hole. So apparently, he fucks uh-huh. you in the mouth or does everything in your mouth. Hole to be processed, and then Boogie can't do shit, figuratively. <laughs> There's Go. also the horror of you being sewn to my asshole, so... <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm sure that horror doesn't match me eating fucking digested cum out of your poop, uh, out of your ass. It's not really... You know, when I think of doing ass play with Path Girl, that was definitely... That's not what you had in mind. <laughs> not what I had in mind, but to each his own... So then it goes through the nettle jungle, and then when my glorious three-pack makes it through, playing bongo song by Safri duo with canes on their backs and laughing like a maniac. 
I have one question for Project DD. Who hurt you? <laughs> yeah, someone hurt him. That's definitely, I'm definitely kidding, I'm kidding. some some abuse in Project DD's fucking Ooh. past. And uh, so, uh, an enigma he, he, adds in. He's like, "Why am I on the back?" <laughs> Sir Arctic Fox said, I think having Boogie, fuck you, by the way, I think having Boogie bound to a chair, gagged, and made to watch Path Girl while she teaches me proper technique to use vampire gloves. Once again, vampire gloves. Everyone knows you love those things. (laughs) Yes, I do. When the scene was completed, Path Girl would untie me, Boogie, and give me praise for being so good and not disturbing the scene. Oh, yes. Like I'm a good little cuckold bitch. Who's a good little cat boogie? You were such a good boy. (laughs) Good boy. Tied to a chair. While you, and I don't know if you were doing vampire gloves on him or he was doing them on you and you were just coaching him. No, I think he was, the impression I got is he was, I was teaching him how to use the vampire gloves on me. I might be wrong. Oh, okay. But yeah, just, you know, look at you not getting an erection during the Shut up! Who said anything about erection? (laughs) I just didn't disturb disturb the scene. (laughs) Whatever, stupid, tie me to a fucking chair. Cuckold me, motherfucker. Stupid. (laughs) Slitty. Uh... Slitty was good. She's like, okay, okay, okay. You discussed a blog of mine ages ago, so now I seriously want to objectify y'all. So we're all naked chairs on all fours, recording the show blindfolded, random milking, and occasionally spanking using my favorite misery stick, attaching clothespins and flogging them off. Pretty much anything that causes a noise to come out of your mouth. That would be very interesting. I want to see a picture of this misery stick. <laughs> now, do you not know what a misery stick? It's it's also called a sadistic. I if it's no. what if it's the same thing. It's literally it's I forget if it's made of like I don't know graphite or something like that. Um, but it's literally only like fourteen inches long. It's very uh-huh. thin. And it's super bendy. It's like a car antenna, except it's graphite, so it snaps back oh, like wait, a fishing Okay, knife. okay. Actually, I do have something that I bought from the Kinkery years ago. They call it an evil stick, where it's basically mm-hmm. it's a thin carb, car, uh, like carbon fiber. Carbon, yeah, yeah, something like on that. It, and you flick it. Yeah, yeah. And oh, okay. if you hold oh, okay. it against the skin and pull it up, and sma- yeah, exactly. it will exactly. make a mark every fucking time. It's an yeah, evil, I know evil, evil little sticks, instrument. But, oh, okay, cool. So I was like, you know, I'm going through this and obviously now I have to bottom and I don't bottom. And uh, but then she's like random milking. Mm -hmm. Like, you mean my prostate? Probably. Or you're fucking get much. (laughs) Or them fucking shut up. I'm talking me. Oh, 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 okay. My, as I said, if you, if you milk me, you're not going to get much. My boobs have been dried up for about 17 years now. <laughs> Work with me. I can't hear. It's, it's all about me. Don't milk me. I don't want to be milked. But yeah, yeah, if she started fucking slapping around them big old fucking cow udders of yours, she'll get you to lactate. It may take a while. 
Yeah, for a long while. <laughs> a little uh, lactate. Well, along you, the way, but no. Well, you had a kid, so, you know. Yeah. Your titties just have uh, milk memory. I'm just <laughs> totally memory. making that up. You probably don't. <laughs> but I don't want to be oh. milked. Don't milk me. Enigma was like, I'm kind of down for that. <laughs> You're a whore. That's why he's a fucking whore. I love him for that. So you, I'm going to read the one because fucking Unger's a dick. <laughs> I love you, Unger. Now then, I said no limits. Mm-hmm. I did say no limits. Mm-hmm. And that was my mistake because I didn't think that somebody would be as conniving as Unger to go completely personal on this. <laughs> so for those of you that are new, you're not going to get this. For those of you that have listened to the show, if we have PP zombies, PP zams that have listened to all the episodes and been with us, you know why this is to me the worst one. Here's Unger's. Buy Boogie a gift, a nice, meaningful gift, and present it to him in front of a large crowd. Yep. I was like, you fucking dick. That's a total fucking (laughs) red limit for I do not accept gifts. I fucking hate receiving gifts. I've talked about it on the show. I have all these weird fucking hangups with gifts. They fuck with my head endlessly. I can't. People hand me gifts, and I just fucking hand them back to them. I'm saying, thank you so much for thinking about me. I don't accept gifts, so I don't have a lot of friends. So, And any friends that I do have, no, I do not accept gifts. I can give gifts, but I have all this fucking shit in my head, and it will not let me. I can't fucking function. I have a hard time accepting things from people. So for Unger to jump out of the fun sexual rule, start playing some mind fuckery with me. Fuck you, ogre. Motherfucker. And then he said, you set the rules. And I go, I know. Piece of shit. Don't give me a fucking gift. I won't take it. In front of a group of people to where you feel like obligated because now you're going to be the dick if you're like, ha ha, I can't accept this. It's going to fuck with me. Everyone's going to be like, oh, what a dick. I'd rather be milked. I'd rather eat shit out of your ass. Give me a fucking gift. Okay, maybe I'll take the gift and not eat the shit out of your ass. Mm-hmm. Lesser of two evils. Fucking nice. Stupid people are. What's your hangout? Just take the goddamn gift. Shut up. So I'm fucked in real life. I'm fucked in these fantasies. <laughs> there was literally only one really cool one where I get to have some pussy fun. Yes. And we're going to bring it home with our last one Luscious Booty. Luscious Booty's fantasy of us. Thank you. By, by the way, if you go. I don't mind if people brag as long as you got the goods. Know what I mean? Like, if you say you're the world's greatest bass player and you can fucking play kick-ass bass, go ahead and brag. You earned it. You put in the time. You got the goods. Luscious Booty, if you go to her profile, has a pretty goddamn luscious booty. That's all I'm going to say. 
has a oh, nice yeah. fucking ass. Mm. A piece of prime real estate <laughs> that should be used by me without you an enigma. <laughs> that being said, she says I'd make a batch of pussy cookies with all of you. Ooh. Everyone gets to pick their flavor. You have my permission. Oh. <sighs> Which means, for those of you that know what pussy cookies are, we roll up cookie dough in plastic, put them in condoms, fuck someone with it, pull them out, and then bake the dough and make pussy cookies because they were actually inside of someone. And uh, and all of us get to, I'm assuming, because she ain't putting that fucking thing up my ass. That's not a pussy cookie. That's a famous anus. <laughs> you never heard that joke? It wasn't mine. No. Someone fucking said, what, what do you call it if it goes in the ass? Famous anus? No, pussy oh. cookies go in the pussy. So I guess we're yes. doing it on her, which yes. I thought was great because I think that's actually kind of pretty cool. So everyone gets to pick their flavor. So if you were going to pick a cookie flavor... What cookie? I love how the cops literally just rolled right by me, looked in the car, saw me yapping and say, talking about pussy cookies, and then kind of just went, huh? Fucking drove Hi. away. <laughs> just that second. They were oh, eight feet, okay. window to window. I could have sworn I thought they were pulling up to talk shit. <laughs> so, what flavor would you make your pussy cookies? Oh, I would probably have to do chocolate chunk because I love chocolate chunk cookies. So that and is pretty, the and the chunks give there. a yeah, yeah, it gives a little uh, texture, a little, <laughs> little extra rib for her pleasure. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I am a either. I, I mean, if I'm going to get to choose a flavor, I'm going to grind up pistachios and macadamias, oh. and then do a sugar cookie with those white chocolates, like little white chocolate, not too much. Yeah. Just a little bit of white chocolate and uh, white chocolate macadamia pistachio sugar cookies. Oh, those sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. And fuck luscious booty until she smiles because she Mm -hmm. gave the nicest one. (laughs) I wouldn't mind some luscious booty pussy cookies. (laughs) They'd be tasty. I'll tell you that much. Mm -hmm. If you have some more ideas of what you would like to do with us, we might do this segment again in the future. It's kind of fun hearing what all you you sick fucks want to do to us. (laughs) Thanks so much for making me feel so powerful and domly. (laughs) Path Girl and Enigma getting all the good stuff. Oh, yes. I did get to do some impact play, though. Yes, you did. And make pussy Before you shit in my mouth and I was milked. <laughs> Forced to accept gifts in public. Jesus Christ. Kinky world news is sometimes cool and sometimes fucked up. Let's glory hold the planet right now with Enigma. Yeah. Okay. Is it true? It is, is what true? Is it true that we actually have a quasi guest in an audience <laughs> for a perverted podcast episode? My God, the first time in like three years, we have a sort of audience. We do. They they can only hear one half of it because I have headphones in, but we do have an an audience, and that is D, my partner. 
Oh my God, is she naked? She is not naked, but she is very cute. It is nice to have uh, somebody in the audience, even if I'm not there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hello from the Perverted Podcast audience. So this show has been primarily a ton of fun from the get-go. So do you have any shenanigans? Have you guys been uh, doing anything? Did, would it feel awkward to talk about those things in front of her? I don't think so. Um, yeah, no, we, we've been playing around with a lot of stuff. It was, it was a lot of fun um, last week. Uh, we we were able to get together earlier and and hang out for a good amount of time of the evening. And she was like, "Can I play with your butt?" And I was like, "No, I don't really feel like like playing with my butt tonight." And so, but I was like, "Can I play with your butt?" And she went, "Yes." So ended up um, playing with her butt a lot, putting in a plug. We're both kind of newer to anal play, and so right. this time it was just lots of fingers. And then eventually we put in. Um, I have kind of a trainer plug. Sure, so sure. We put that in, and um, and then I added. I have a. It's it's not a Hitachi, but it's a Hitachi like wand. Okay. And I use that, and I put that against the butt plug that was inside of her. Oh, very good. And yeah, and so the added vibration um, definitely was an incredibly fun way to like add stimulation to an already kind of overstimulating kind of play. That is awesome. And and once again, for our perverted podcast listeners, anal training is a journey. We're going to kind of mm-hmm. talk about that when we get into one of our topics. It's going to be the same type of thing. But uh, right. when things are new, especially when you're dealing with orifices, there it's a journey. <laughs> Just look at it like a journey. And it's so much fun to go to those different steps. And, and it's you take the goal off the table, and then it's really about just having fun and, and trying things and seeing how things feel. The vibrator, really nice touch uh, to mm-hmm. give stimulation. And don't underestimate those $20 eBay fake Hitachis. <laughs> they do oh, the no, job. It, they they really do. And this was not a this was not a cheap one. It was just I, I don't remember what the brand is. It's just not Hitachi. Right, right, right. Um, but but it was, it's really good um, and fu- fully charged. It, it is it is a fun time. Oh, so it was a a, a plug-in one, a remote one, yeah, like yeah, power, yeah. cordless, yeah, yeah. whatever. Sorry, it's all. I'm just excited to have naked people, at least quasi near, somewhere mm-hmm. near quasi near. I'm a little yep. excited for She's you. Close enough that I could just reach out and 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 grope. Grab a boob. Ah, oh, beautiful. Oh, Thank oh, you. Knee. How do you think that that? I groped a knee. Hold on, she got closer. There you go. There we go. Now I got a boob. Ah, oh, praise Jesus. <laughs> Praise God damn Jesus. I was supposed to grope and play yesterday, but of course we had so cane, uh, you know, <laughs> that we yeah, had to yeah. live through. We had to fucking live through so cane, which is the I, a term I coined, the Southern California hurricane that uh, yeah. dumped just, oh my God. I mean, I don't know how you survived. Um, the wild inch and a half of rain <laughs> with uh, two kilometer a mile an hour fucking winds. Yeah, and, and then was... and then the category twenty um, earthquake that we got. Oh my god! Um, I don't know if you felt that. Oh hey hey hey! Don't fuck around, man. I was drinking <laughs> a bottle of water, and I fucking uh-huh. swear, dude! I swear, I might have might have glaucoma. But I swear I mm-hmm. thought I saw the water line move, bro. 
And I freaked out and grabbed eight rolls of toilet paper, wrapped it around my head with duct tape, because you know the walls are going to cave in. Right. The walls are going to cave in, and I could be literally impaled with broken wood ceiling beams in storage because Mm -hmm. it was such a devastating display of Mother Nature. (laughs) Jesus yes, fucking Christ. Yes, it was, it was quite tragic. The the movie theater and I was in at the time um, when we got the, the like 30 second warning, um, 90% of the theater just like looked at their phone and went, <laughs> it's the Southern California hurricane. Hurricane. Jesus Christ. People Her- ripped yeah, Her- everything Her- off the aisles in the stores. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Do you not know what a tropical depression is? That means the storm is so lame it actually makes you sad. <laughs> it was it was yeah. funny. We bitched. We have our yep. bitch. It was funny. Yep. I the spanking party got rescheduled, which is fine cuz you know good. if it was heavy yeah. even just heavy rain, but there was no heavy rain and there was no wind. And we, so we had heavy we got heavier rain earlier this year during like the, the, those storms like this was way nothing. heavier you yeah. know what though we're gonna talk what? about something that equals better rain and more <laughs> productive rain and that mm-hmm. would be the article on masturbation in a shower yes that's we're uh, uh, that, i was gonna start there as well so our first article comes from the website popsugar.com and it is from an article entitled How to Masturbate in the Shower According to Experts. Mm. Uh, As we have discussed in the show, there is no one way to experience self-pleasure, but if you are looking to try something new and haven't played around in the shower, at least in a while, uh, maybe now is the time. Uh, Masturbation in general is good for you. It is good for your physical health, relieving headaches, uh, realizing uh, pleasure hormones, or like releasing pleasure hormones to lift your mood, and etc. Um, in the shower, you can experience all of that, but the mess gets cleaned up right away. Um, and you can try it with just water and your soap, but they also make some amazing lubes that actually work really well in the water and don't wash away immediately. One of the big ones, obviously not sponsored, but one of the big ones that I know of is Uber Lube. Um, it's a little bit more pricey, but it is it feels really good and it's also waterproof. Okay. Um, bath time is also a great, uh, great time to try out toys. Uh, it is not just the classic shower head, although that is an option. Uh, again, cleanup is easy with the heat from the shower and the design of some tubs. You may be able to try different positions and experience new sensations you wouldn't have elsewhere. Um, you can do this by playing with the water temperature, playing around with lighting and the overall mood, just ha- taking your time and, and just pleasuring yourself in the tub. The act of ma- masturbating in the shower forces you into a naked, vulnerable state why not use that as a way to discover new pleasures for yourself? Bravo, bravo. I really enjoyed uh, the article I actually didn't hate. I thought it was actually kind of fun, and it did have mm-hmm. some good suggestions. And using silicone lube um, because water-based will wash away and so forth. Mm-hmm. If you can use silicone lube. Some people do not uh, have allergies to silicone lube. You can't lose, use silicone lube. And also, silicone lube is, like, oily, so you do have to wash it with soap and get the oil off. Otherwise, you get out of the shower with an oily cocker vagina. So um, so that's something to to consider. But also, you can turn around. 
Like if if mm-hmm. lube is your problem in the shower, and I've I've you know obviously I've uh, partaken of myself in showers on occasion, and then of course I've had lots of partners do it. And sometimes they're like, I just turn around and let the water hit my back, and then I don't have to worry. I just, you know, use my own wetness or a water-based lube. Right. And and, and there are some companies that make water-based lubes that'll be better in, in the water, but at the same time, those are going to be harder to find. And like you said, that they will, they, they will still wash out a little bit quicker than um, an oil or silicone-based, uh, for sure. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fun in this article like obviously moving around i think is really good first thing is is we got to talk safety if you're going to be standing and moving around and forgetting that you're in a slippery shower it might not be a bad thing to have those little uh rough sticker things that uh give you some grip or even having a sticky bath mat in the shower so you can kind of not worry about you slipping and killing yourself um, or get on or sit down, which is also right. mentioned in the article, which is really good because then you get what we didn't get in Southern California. You get the rain experience <laughs> because right. when you're right up on a shower head, I love sitting in the shower. I, I know it looks don't visualize me naked sitting in a shower, but I love sitting <laughs> in a shower. Somebody is boogie. That's fucking your own funeral, motherfucker. But <laughs> but what's cool about it is when you're right near the shower head, it feels like a spray. But the farther you get away from the shower head, it's more like rain. So when you sit on the ground right. and you have, I mean, we've all done that, you know, where we sit down in the shower and it's like warm rain and it feels really good. And if you're playing with yourself, then that really adds a lot of really sexy sensations on your skin. So, and some people also can't stand up when they masturbate. Like, it's not, right. like, I don't like standing up when I jerk I, off. I don't either. I, I I can get some pleasure when I'm standing, and it, it can be a fun, but, like, if I'm trying to reach climax or I'm trying to go for a long time, I definitely can't. I don't experience that as much while I'm standing up. So, like, if I was... Get gonna get it back into like bathtub play. I would definitely have to be like sitting down for anything like that. Sure, sure, sure. And and they do make. Uh, you don't necessarily have to sit down in the tub. They do make some pretty inexpensive, uh, like shower stools if you have a big enough shower for that. Um, that way you're not. If you don't feel like getting all the way down because for mobility issues, um, they do make some pretty inexpensive ways to do that. Some of them can be folded down if you have a way to install stuff. There, there's just there's a lot of different options. Um, I know we're, we're kind of being vague just because of how many ways that you can do it in the shower. Um, but as we've talked about before, about just masturbation and self-pleasure in general, this is a way for you to get in touch with your body in a way that you maybe not have done, in, at least in a while. I know that when I was going through puberty and I was starting to um, experiment with all that kind of stuff. Like I definitely spent a lot of time in the tub figuring out like how stuff felt and like, uh, because in the tub you have soap and you're able to have that sensation. So um, if it's something you've never done, haven't done in a while, it's definitely something to give it, give it a try. Soap warning for guys. I don't know about women. (laughs) Ask D. Has she ever had soap sting in her urethra? Have you ever had soap, like when you're washing yourself, has it ever stung in like your urethra 
you ever like really get soap in there? Has that ever hurt? Um, so no is the answer to that. <laughs> there you go. So so no sting. Well, if you're a guy, I don't know about you, but soap in the fucking pee hole stings like a motherfucker. Yeah, it's especially depending on what what you're doing with it. Yeah, so if you're you you know get a water based lube. Like if you're a dude and you're jerking your ween, don't use soap and shampoo. I mean, you can if you're just doing like <laughs> the balls and stuff like that. But when you right. start getting aggressive, you're you're gonna shove soap in the tip of your dick, and it's not yeah. gonna feel great. It's you're gonna no. feel fire, and then you're gonna be like pee <laughs> pee for the love of God pee, and then you can't pee, and then it's it's just it not sexy. Yeah. yeah, just just be careful with the soap straight in the uh, urethra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now then, yeah, yeah. Now, now then, now I then. now I want to get into something. Well, we haven't talked about suction cup dildos. We suction cup. And once again, this is male or female. If you're a guy that likes butt stuff, this is a great place to explore with that uh, using a suction cup dildo. And that's basically a dildo with a suction cup on the end that you can stick against a wall, preferably the most sturdy wall that gives you access to yourself. Once again, if you're going to start fucking toys that are stuck against walls in the shower, you have to be careful to not slip and kill yourself in the bathroom or, you know, and be discovered, uh, mm-hmm. you know, bled to death, giant dildo <laughs> in your ass while, mm-hmm. uh, you know, be a, I mean, it, I think it's a funny way to be found when you die, but right. put down some best. things so your feet or fuck it, just wear boots in the shower. You know, have, have your shower masturbating boots that have heavy <laughs> grip and... Uh, that would be really fun. Why was he wearing boots? Um, but no, the suction cups <laughs> go, and they're... He had, go, he had galoshes and a, and a big dildo in his ass. <laughs> and a big dildo in his ass. What a way to go. What a mm-hmm. way to go. But I think they're a lot of fun. And I've surely... Um, I've had a lot of partners that are like, oh, I swear by it. I've been, to, I've been to places where you just go into the shower and they're like, hey! And I'm like, I know, I see it. It's here. <laughs> Okay. Look, you see a suction cup dildo on a wall. You got to go put it, put it, put it on it. Yeah, you, you kind of got to bat at it like a cat. Yeah, because it's funny. It is. It is mm-hmm. funny to do. But uh, it's very funny. It leads me to a part because sometimes there's some guys that get like insecure about mm-hmm. dildos, and you know, like, oh, well, why can't, isn't that my time? to just slip in the shower with her and, you know, be the dick. And it's like, no, this is personal time. Shower masturbation is really a time for you to be with yourself and to explore with yourself, to touch yourself, to enjoy all of those sensations. You have the water on the skin, like the article said, if you set a little bit of a mood, it really is a great time to be with yourself. Mm-hmm. You're caressing yourself with because you're cleaning yourself with your soap. You're adding all these sensations. It really is kind of a thing. Sex, Shower sex is a whole nother topic, and it's fun. <laughs> We've all done lots of it. Um, there's a lot of ways to do it, a lot of the similar safety issues and whatever. 
Um, you can pee inside of someone in the shower. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But this is really about that time with yourself. And I think it's really important to, like, if you have a partner, because I had partners, and it was like there was times where they're like, hey, do you want to take a shower with me? And then there was times where they're like, I just want to go play with myself. Mm-hmm. And and it's kind of cool to be able to to understand that and not be threatened by that. Well, also, like, sometimes the shower is just, like, solo time. Like, Dee and I have played in the shower several times, but it's also... A couple of the times it was like, do you, do you just want to shower by yourself? Do you need some like, because like just just showering by yourself can be very therapeutic. And if that's something that you need, um, sure. you need, like I said, you need that alone time. It may not be masturbatory, but that alone time is still very important. Um, so that on top of experiencing self-pleasure and kind of exploring yourself, like those times by yourself, just not even from a masturbatory perspective, just those times by yourselves are incredibly important and often overlooked. I agree. And uh, the final note that I forgot to say in the beginning, because the article was like, there's no wrong way to masturbate. And I'm like, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, there is. There's quite a few <laughs> fucking wrong. This was obviously written by a woman. There, there are a lot of ways to not. Uh, there are endless uh, emergency rooms, horror stories of masturbating the wrong way. But it's really just any way that's going to cause you more pain and injury than pleasure is a wrong way to masturbate. So just be careful. Watch if you're, especially if you're not using lube, because I don't use lube and you're masturbating yourself for a long time with warm water. um, You may not notice that you're really irritating your skin and then for the next three days, you're going to be in pain. You know, right. you can cause a lot of micro fissures all over, especially if you're fingering your own ass or you're you're doing certain things in your orifices. Kind of in the moment, you're turned on, but that water really takes away all your natural fluids. And, right. uh, you know, you're turned on, you're not thinking about it. And then next thing you know, you're, you know, you got some blood and, and, uh, and you're really chafed and uncomfortable for for a long time yeah and and that's why we're also being very specific about shower or bath this is not something i do not recommend doing a whole lot of shenanigans like in the pool or anything that's chlorinated because chlorine is makes it even worse it it dries you out it's going to be irritating um it's it's definitely going to hurt you in the long run so definitely keep a lot of this play to the to the shower that way it's just clean water. water and it's not yeah it's just clean water that's not going to um irritate anything that's going to be going inside of you. But I got to say yes. my almost my favorite sex of all sex <laughs> is pool sex. It is pretty fun. I, I have had some of my, be- my favorite like shenanigan, like hard, heavy makeout, whatever in, in the Swimming. pool. It's, it's, it's uh, pretty nice. Oh my God. When you put someone like their back on like a, one of those floating kickboards, they call them boogie boards out here. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you're like fucking them and then you're like flying them around the pool while you're fucking (laughs) them and their arms are out and they're getting fucked and you're playing cause you have, cause they're almost weightless. So, you know, like, it's like you can move them wherever the fuck you want. It's, It's very similar to a sex swing except it's more seductive because it's all watery and 
and uh, you know, kind of that way. But oh yeah, oh oh my god, we could do a whole fucking segment on swimming pool sex. I fucking lo- you put them on a boogie board and then float them around and eat their fucking pussy while they're just like floating, especially like at night if the stars are out and you turn off the lights in the backyard and you float them in a pool and they just look up while they, or you know you let them suck you off while you're just floating and oh, oh my god <laughs> oh my god i just love water maybe, maybe we need to do a pool sex i just um, love water great yeah. article we have one more we do um, and just for everybody's uh, information, if you want to read these articles or find any of the articles I've ever talked about, you can find an entire list on our FetLife page. Just look up uh, Perverted Podcast and you'll find it there. So our next article comes from Vice.com and it is simply entitled A Beginner's Guide to Fisting. Fisting! When you Fisting! Uh, when you first are thinking about the idea of fisting um, someone or your own orifice this can be a daunting thought but like most sex it's not supposed to hurt and be intense and be very fun but it's not supposed to be painful people get into it for all kinds of reasons the intimacy of it the taboo aspect of it or just the idea of being that full with a partner before getting into it if you have any sort of trauma to the hole in question be sure to consult with your doctors medical professionals about the safety of stretching the hole as big as a fist Uh, This is something like if you have ever birthed a child and maybe had some trauma down there, maybe check with your doctor to see if stretching that again will be a good idea. Um, (laughs) You want to start? What? Okay, I got to stop you. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right. right. Uh Uh I understand Uh that they had to say that in the article. Yeah. But the likelihood that you're going to get any modern doctor... You may get 10% of the doctors that'll be like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Sure. Stuff a fist in your ass. I'm just saying you may get some discrimination. I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, if you have, I mean, if you have that kind of repertoire with your doctor, I'm, I I would hope so. Absolutely. Absolutely. uh, If you have a good relationship with your doctor, then ask them everything because you know, they're not going to judge or shame you or try to talk Mm -hmm. you out of it. But I have literally had doctor after doctor uh, with Mew because she had a lot of UTIs, you know, which comes right. from anal sex. I literally had doctors like look at her and go, why do you need to have anal sex? <laughs> you know, it's just that of a million. Right. Okay, never mind. Go on. I'm sorry. Yes. Ask your doctor before you let someone fucking ram a fist into your cunt if it's okay. Yes. Yes. Do- definitely okay. check in on that. Yeah. Um, and so you're running into it. So you'll want to start with some basic supplies. The most helpful arsenal in your or the most helpful tool in your arsenal will, of course, be lube. We were just talking yes. about it. Whether you're going in the front or the back, lube is your friend. Um, wear gloves. Those These will protect the receiver from finger, fingernails. Yes, even if they're filed down. And infection and also smooth the hand out for easier insertion. It also conveniently makes cleanup a whole hell of a lot easier Uh, again because you're going to be using a whole hell of a lot of lube Um, then you want to get the receiver comfortable their favorite sexual position using foreplay toys just to get them into a good physical state nice comfortable and relaxed then start slow going too fast can cause tearing and pain and end the experience so way much too 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 soon 
Uh, you may want to start with a small toy or your finger, but start small and slowly work your way up. Getting past the knuckles is always the hardest part. Communicate with your partner when you reach this part to decide if you want to go any further. And if you want to try this, but with the butt, it's the same tips, but a whole hell of a lot more lube and a lot more patience. Once you're in either hole, work the hand around nice and slowly, giving external pleasure and validation as you go. And once you're, once you're done, slowly remove your hand, clean up, and as with any scene, slide into aftercare. As the article says, lubricate, communicate, and enjoy the process. Here, here. Here, here, here. Um, here, let's here, here, here. let's start. Um, the article did not uh, talk about the position of your hand if you were going to attempt mm. fisting, mm-hmm. and that is the ever famous uh, Girl Scout duckbill position, to where you take your whole hand and you put the tips of all your fingers together. So you're not going to make a fist and then try to push a fist into a cunt. That they they is... do have a rather like artistic. Uh, ver, like someone did some very lovely art of of a hand, but yeah, they don't actually talk and it about is it in the article. Yeah, it is. It is in that position. So you start with one finger, the index finger. You start with two fingers. Everything is straight, and then as you work in and communicate, yes, then you once you get past those knuckles and the thumb knuckle is that's the one. That's yeah. the one that that is the make or break. You can get all five fingers in, but to get past those knuckles and then especially that extended thumb knuckle, that's when it it happens. And once it goes inside, that's when you then, if you can, you make your fist and now you have achieved that level. But that mm-hmm. is so cart ahead of the horse. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, again, you don't know, especially if it's your first time, it is not likely. I mean, it might be, but it's not likely you're going to be able to go all the way in, at least not for a long time. It it really depends. And, and yeah. here's, we've talked about fisting before. I have the fisting song. I'm going to put it on at the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> I've never anal fisted anyone, but I have fisted people before. I don't have a lot of different partners that I've been able to fist because I have giant fucking claws. I just mm-hmm. have big hands. And that is something that you just have to accept. The vagina will only stretch so much. Even if right. it, you can train it and you can work it and you can accept bigger and bigger and bigger. But the pelvis only is so big and you can only take so much. Right. So... You have to have that in your head that this is a journey of stretching. This is a journey of connecting with your partner if it's somebody that you're in a relationship with. It, it Do not set your sights on I have to fist or this is somehow a failure. This right. is an exciting, fun process of stretching. If you get if you have the sensation where you are completely full and you can't take any more hand, you're achieving kind of almost the same goal as fisting. You have right. filled all the areas. You are getting <laughs> all the sensations. Just because you can't take more doesn't mean you're not experiencing everything. You are full. Right. So, and and and, and a, a lot of the stuff that we talk about, a lot of the shenanigans that we we talk about getting into a lot of it comes down to not necessarily there being a specific goal in mind, but also 
just having a fun, intimate time with your partner or partners. And then like if, if the goal was was fisting, but you only got up to the knuckles, great. Next time, maybe maybe you can push further. But like at the same time, you still did this really fun thing. It was it was fun. It was messy. Um, you, you were able to fill your partner in a way that maybe they hadn't been didn't, been played with before. Like there's a lot of very positive things that don't necessarily mean, hey, I shoved my hand all the way up and I played with your with your surfix because I was in that. Like you don't there, there doesn't like just like with sex, like coming isn't necessarily doesn't necessarily need to be a goal. It just it can just be a really fun perk that happened to happen along the way. And the reason we tell you this is because most of you are going to try fisting and it's not going to work. Right. That's just the fact. So that's why we give this whole speech about mm-hmm. making it fun, because the reality is it it takes a, a lot to be able to take a whole fist, especially if it's a big fist. Now, there are some people who, in this case, are very blessed with very little <laughs> hands. Right. And those are pe- that you're going to have a much more success. That's why a lot of women do a lot of fisting like Mew literally could like go and fist anyone. Like Mew's hands were teeny. She was a teeny little thing. And women used to like, oh, hi, how you doing? And shake her hand and they'd look at her hand like like a porn star. And she's like, eh, get away from me. But uh, I think she fisted maybe one or two. Um, but she had teeny little hands. But most people with normal size hands, it, it might not happen. Or if it does, it will take a, a lot of time. And it's kind of, it's just got to be okay. It's right. just got to be okay with that. That being said, once you do get to that to that place, it is a powerful experience. To have a fist inside of you or to put your fist inside of another person, there is no denying it is a powerful experience because it is very, very different. You are basically turning your partner into a hand puppet, and <laughs> you're 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 turning him into a hand puppet. But you're also doing something, it, it, you're doing something with their body that like is is incredibly like we said, like it, it's going to take some time, and so it takes a lot of trust. Um, definitely, this is definitely not something that you do on a first date. I mean, it might, but <laughs> definitely not something that you should do on a first date. Of course, but, like, it is because of. <laughs> because of how intimate and because of how uh, vulnerable it is with the partners that you're with um, like it, it is definitely going to be a very special experience for you and your partners and, and should definitely be given that sort of respect now there are people there are yes. women and of course mm-hmm. once you start getting into anal anal right. is a whole different story you are going to have a much I don't want to say easier time, but the asshole is basically an empty cavern. <laughs> and the only thing you're really worrying about is the sphincter. And right. so that can be stretched and that can be surely be stretched, you know, over time in training. I know a lot of people and especially a lot of men that are very into anal fisting that, yes, it does take time. But it's a lot more achievable um, because the vagina will just stop at a certain point and you you just have nowhere to go. Um, right. Whereas an ass can uh, you can put a lot more in there. 
But uh, I don't know. I think it's an amazing thing, and we just wanted to touch on it a little bit to get people excited about just exploring that with your partners. And maybe, you know, maybe, who knows? Maybe you've had five kids, all natural childbirth, and you're like, fucking bring it on. Bring it on. (laughs) There's women who can double fist. There's women who can anally fist and vaginally fist at the same time. It really depends on the person's vagina. And, yeah, uh, and they have they if, if if it's something you want to work up to, they definitely make dildos that are that are more tapered, um, or maybe maybe more bulbous, so you can kind of get used to start trying to get a fist in there or something sure, bigger sure. in there. Um, they make inflatable toys, so you can start out small, but then get that f- full feeling. Maybe if fist isn't quite up your alley, you can still get that full feeling by there. There are ways to do that with toys. Um, again, maybe you could do it in the shower. Um, and, um, that they make some really fun toys that are, would help, um, if not build up to it, at least get that same feeling. If like actual fisting is not possible, you can always piss inside of them. You, you can piss inside of them. It gives you that full feeling. Mew used to fucking love it. (laughs) It's a whole nother show. We've talked about it, but, uh, it's a, it's a skill. It takes a while to learn how to do it as a guy. Right. Um, but once it uh, once it does, she said it feels like I'm full. You feel everything is full, and uh, drink a lot of water for a couple hours before and until your that, pee that's... is just clear. That's uh, that's usually yeah, the that makes sense. first start. But uh, these are the things we bring today. Was uh, a lot of fun just talking about how to stuff, some good old mm-hmm. kinky how to stuff, and uh, we got you to squeeze a D boob. She's there still mm-hmm. being cute. She is, and, and I turned around uh, earlier, and she'd taken the bra off. So I got, I got, I have, I have bonus, lovely bonus visuals now. Fucking uh, bonus boobs. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Enigma, how do maybe, people get? Maybe we'll get into fisting today. Hey, maybe you guys hey! can just fist each other. You know, maybe, maybe we can just do each other. That 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 is true. The circle of fist. I. Right. Yeah, the circle of fist. We'll we'll go with that. Enigma. Yes, sir. <laughs> How do people get a hold of us if they need to? Well, they can find us on FetLife. As I said, just search Preferred Podcast. There's both a group and a page. They can find us on Instagram at Preferred Podcast. And they can find us on the site formerly known as Twitter at Perverted PCast. Just search us. Or just follow the trail of lube. <laughs> and dead bodies left over from the fucking hurricane we survived. Yep. And that is the end of show 385. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover, or if you have any more fantasies you want to tell us about, please reach out to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or find us on TikTok or Instagram under the name Perverted Podcast. And on FetLife, there's both a group and a page. You can support us for free by like hitting the like or subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to us on. It really does help other kinksters find us and push us up in the algorithm for all those wonderful podcasts. And if you'd like to do a little bit more to help us out, please go to patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast and 
and sign up for our five bucks if you give a fuck level get our shows a few days early and lots of behind the scenes stuff including our half peepee episodes which we just finished one and of course love and smushy kisses to all of our patrons around the world your support means the world to us and of course as boogie said thank you to all of our peepee zombie apocalypse messers and zits and zits and training and all of you guys we love you and thank you so much to all of our Perverted Podcast listeners who went on our FetLife page and jumped yes. in and gave us all the wonderful and sort of not wonderful fantasies about us. It really is fun when you guys get involved. It literally makes it, it's, you know, sometimes it's a, a little grindy when we just come up with all of this stuff ourselves. But when yes. you guys join in the conversation, it really makes it what we set out to do, which is have a show. That was for all of us, and we all get to be included and have our thoughts, and we all get that little spotlight, and it's a lot of fun. It makes it a lot of fun. So if you have ideas, really, let us know what you want from us, what types of topics you want. It really does It really does drive us and motivate us to get into this show. After 385 episodes, we're constantly trying to reinvent the ideas that we come up with, and we want you to be a part of that process. And as promised, if you have enough lube and you're ready to do some good naughty stuff with a partner, take your time and let's get into some fucking fisting. I put my hand in your pussy and I make a fist. You get so wet I just can't resist. A sexual adventure for an uber horny chick. I'm stretching your vag but being careful of your cervix. Fisting, whoa, for the girl that needs girth, this does the trick. Fisting, whoa, cause no human dick could ever beat this thick. She needs to relax, and so do you. Make sure you have consent and a whole lot of lube. It takes a lot of trust to make it work great. Not something I would recommend you try on a first date. Fisting, oh, for the girl that needs girth, this does the trick. Fisting, oh, cause no human dick could ever beat this thick. Patience, never force it, never force it, more lube, communicate, never force it, never force it, almost there, just relax, never force it, never force it, here we go, here we go, yeah! You got it in, she's in orgasmic bliss, an amazing thing to see a woman take a whole fist. Don't worry guys, it'll go back to shape, cause the hoo-ha was designed to squirt. Out of Too. 